Hello and welcome to this episode of the ESG Fitness Podcast. Today I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Commit 42 because I've had the most incredible feedback on this, which is so nice because it just makes me realise that, well, confirm to me that this is the right thing and it makes me mega excited about my vision for this and the impact it can have. So to be clear, this is not a fat loss challenge, but it is a challenge. It's a better yourself challenge. And for some people, that may very well include fat loss. In fact, for a lot of people who I'm going to work with, it does include fat loss, but it's only part of the bigger picture. And if you're listening to this and you're someone who's like, I, I'm kind of sick of dying. I've done a million diets before. I've tried a million things before. I don't want to do just one more thing. This is for you because as much as this is somewhat counterintuitive, you will get better results when you stop focusing on fat loss. And instead you focus on feeling your best. And as a result of that, fat loss will come, but it's as a byproduct of feeling your best. And the reason that that works is when you feel your best, it is far easier to make healthy choices. In fact, sometimes they just happen without you even thinking about them, right? When you're in a good mood, you're more likely to be like, yeah, actually, I do just want to go for a walk. Or, yeah, I will go and try that new gym class. Or, do you know what? I, couldn't, I think I'd, I'd rather... I think I'd rather... <laughs> what does that even mean? I think I'd rather have, I don't know, a healthy dinner than slob out on the couch having a takeaway. Actually, if you focus on the fundamental feeling behind your actions, which is what's driving you to take actions anyway... And not enough people think about that. They just look at the outcome of like, how do I change that behavior? Instead of thinking about the feeling that is driving that behavior and focusing on that, then you get far better results. And fat loss becomes a lot easier when, like I said, you stop focusing on fat loss. Now, I realize that seems odd, but I have coached thousands of women this way. And trust me, it works. I'd say it's one of the most fundamental things that I do differently is really just take the pressure or the focus off that and focus on how do we make you feel your best, perform at your best, show up at your best. The rest just flows off that. It's the best way to sustainable and enjoyable results without resenting the process. And by the way, the process is the rest of your life if you want to stay in shape, right? So it's quite important that you don't resent the process. I know a lot of people get in their head of like, I'll just work really hard and hate my life for six weeks and I'll try and lose as much weight as possible. Well, how are you going to maintain that? You know, <laughs> then you're going to go back to what you were doing before, inevitably revert back to the body that you had before. And then the cycle continues. That doesn't work for you, right? So try something different. People usually come to me after years of yo-yo dieting and they have a pretty poor relationship with food, pretty low self-belief that they can actually achieve fat loss. And they often convince themselves that it won't work before it's even started, right? You're talking yourself into failure before you've even started something. And if that sounds like you, then please try something different. And by the way, this is something different. The last thing that you need to do if you feel like you've been yo-yo-yo, yo-yo-yo-yo, yo-yo-yo-yo, <laughs> wow, I've had a lot of coffee today, I think I'm talking quite fast, <clears throat> let me just realign myself, okay, realigned, 
uh, the last thing that you need if you've been yo-yo dieting for many, many years is another diet. Instead, we need to focus on the behaviours, habits and actions that will make you feel your best, that bring out the best in you, that make you show up at your best and ultimately that make it way more likely you're going to make better choices that are more in line with your goals more consistently. When you feel good, it is much easier to do that. And if you want to feel your best, then you will also need to do things like fuel yourself well, prioritise sleep, make time to exercise, get outside for a walk. As you notice, these are a lot of the same behaviours that you would probably need to do if you wanted to lose body fat. But they're also the same behaviours that you'd want to do if you wanted to stay in shape. Like, great example of this, I've been posting a few of my evening meals, which is a a big shocker, you know, because anyone who's been following me for more than, I don't know, a couple of months will will probably know I'm a very bad cook. Um, And most of my food looks pretty not not amazing. And I end up just eating out a lot. Anyway, a lot of these have quite a lot of food volume. And I had a few questions about like, whether my goal was fat loss at the moment. And it's not. But here's the unfortunate truth. (laughs) As a average sized, which I don't love because I've always wanted to be tall. But anyway, as an average sized woman who doesn't have a particularly active jobs as much as, you know, one day I could have called myself a personal trainer. Realistically, I, I mostly work on my laptop, right? So I have to, again, like anybody else who works primarily on their laptops, make quite a big effort to move enough during the day. That means that my energy expenditure isn't really that high, which means that you know, if I want to maintain being in shape, I'm still going to have to prioritize food volume. This isn't just like, do that while you're losing fat and then go back to whatever. It's like, no, 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 probably going to have to do that whether you want to lose fat or not. If you want to be satiated, and I like eating like a big, you know, I hate, I hate having like a small meal for dinner. Like I like having a big voluminous meal that I can sit down and enjoy and it's a bit of an occasion and it takes more than 30 seconds to consume then you are going to have to continue to eat that way to maintain your shape anyway um I think my point was when you focus on feeling good fat loss will then come as a byproduct of essentially self-care and the actions might look very similar to what you maybe previously have done on fat loss diets, although probably there's there's going to be a few different ones here, especially when you reframe this to focus on how you're going to show up at your best, as opposed to how do you lose the most body fat, because actually the actions do become slightly different. But anyway, the intent behind them is very, very different. And that's one of the keys, right? And as an example of how well this works... I work with, so I work with a handful of one-to-ones. I think I have about 12 at the moment. I've tried to stay below 10, so Kimberly will not be pleased. But anyway, I speak, I, I work with about 12, 10, 12, 10, let's just say 10, right, people, one-to-one. Um, and I've been getting incredible results with them. And as an example of this, and, and by the way, the whole focus has always been on how do we get the best out of your life? It's not like, how do we help you lose X amount of fat? It's like, how do we make you enjoy your life more? Which for a lot of them involves fat loss as part of the bigger picture. So 
one woman I work with is an insanely busy CEO. She has three kids, she has a husband, she makes time for friends and family, she travels abroad most weeks, often to America, right? So like, you know, completely different time zones. And she's also lost 10 pounds in the last four months. And when she came to me, she was gaining weight while trying to stick to 1200 calories, obviously not consistently. So how does she fit all that in? If she's that busy, she's traveling all the time, she's got a million excuses as to why this wouldn't work. And we flipped it. So instead of how do you fit all this in, it's actually how do you create the capacity that you can do all those things well? And when you change that narrative, you realize that actually, you know, you will need to have a good exercise routine. You will need to be in good shape. You'll need to be fit, healthy, well-rested, not overweight in order to live your best life in, and thrive in all of those areas. So some of the things that we did to increase her capacity is she now has a very strong, consistent morning routine. She schedules in her workouts as meetings She also works out shorter, more frequently. So it used to be three times a week. She now trains five times a week, but they're shorter sessions. She plans ahead and identifies the things that she's got to navigate each week, which become even more important when you're like, oh, I might be in Chicago for two days and then I have to fly back to the UK for one night and then I have to do this, right? If you've got an insane schedule, you need to be pretty damn organized in order to still make time for everything. Um, She also has non-negotiable standards that she always hits, no matter what, even if that means walking up and down in an airport. And then she has optimal targets that she aims for, especially on weeks that are maybe quiet in other areas of her life. And this is exactly the kind of thing that we instill on Commit 42. Like, this is the process. It's not just, here's some calorie targets and here's this. It's applied to you based on what you need so that you can thrive in all areas of life and after I released the first episode I got this message and I have to say I was like yes so I recorded that first episode after a very long weekend and I just feel like I didn't articulate myself very well but I think maybe I did because this message was exactly what I wanted to get across so she says I just listened to commit 42 podcast I instantly signed up this is exactly what I've been waiting for since you started AFM. I'm not a coach, but I love your coaching and approach and love the idea of applying all this to all areas of life. Fat loss isn't currently a focus of mine, but leveling up my life in all areas absolutely is. Love the community, um, sorry, the accountability and community of Commit to Six. Thanks for broadening the scope to include professional, family and social life too. This is exactly what I want. And it is articulated, I think, way better than I did in the podcast, but must have come across a little bit. I wanted to recreate the incredible vibe of AFM, which is my mentoring course for personal training or mentoring membership, course, business, program. Anyway, um, but I wanted to open it up not just for fitness professionals looking to build their businesses, but I wanted to create a similar community with a similar focus, with similar people who are serious about getting the most out of their lives and making progress, whatever that looks like to you. But, you know, for people who aren't just fitness professionals, because I leave every AFM call with more energy, not less. 
And it is amazing what happens when you surround yourself with the right people who force you to level up. And I had another message after the last episode, actually. Um, And it was someone who said something along the lines of like, I know you did this anyway, but it's nice to see that you're focusing on it now. And what they meant by that, like the reference was like, I guess I'd flip things on their head a little bit, right? It used to be, come here for fat loss and you'll get all this other incredible life stuff. And now it's like, come here for all this incredible life stuff, which is way more important. And hey, you might lose fat as well, if that's part of your goal. If that is part of what is going to help you thrive in all other areas, then yes, I'll help you lose fat as well. But it's not the be all and end all. And often when you take the pressure off that, that makes all the difference. It becomes so much easier when you've got essentially much bigger goals than that. And then you stop fixating so much on like, oh, has the scale dropped this way this week? Because it's only one tiny part of what the bigger picture is. And then ironically, you actually get better fat loss results by doing that. I wrote an article kind of related to this once. Um, it's on my Substack somewhere. And it was about like the best thing I ever did for my body image. And I think it's related to this because it's kind of like just setting bigger goals, having more perspective, realizing what's actually important, which isn't exactly how much you weigh or exactly how much you look, and then realizing that you're wasting so much time and energy focusing on that one tiny element. That's not to say it might not be important. You know, fat loss can be very important for a lot of people, especially when it comes to health or feeling your best or looking your best or, you know, like for you, not anybody else. And showing up at your best but when you solely focus on that it becomes like soul destroying for a lot of people and really you just lose a ton of perspective of what's actually important with the life harmony or life balance of your whole life as a whole so someone asked me what was different about this and I would say the big flip is It was primarily about fat loss. And then as a side effect, hey, you might improve your life. Now it's improve your life. Oh, and as a side effect, you'll lose fat if that's involved in improving your life, which is way more positive, way more sustainable, way more empowering. You'll enjoy it more and it's fulfilling. Plus, (laughs) I selfishly wanted to create a group of women that I feel inspired by too. And I think that's what I was getting so much from my one-to-ones as well. It's like, wow. Like when I read their check-ins, I'm like, wow, you do so much incredible stuff and you fit it all in and you don't look for excuses. You're like, even things that are stressful, you know, you're like, but how incredible is it that I have three kids and that they're all off doing different sports and that I'm still doing this in my career and I've just started volunteering at the Samaritans as well and blah, 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 you know, like it's amazing and it's infectious. And it makes you want to grow. It makes you want to level up. And it makes you want to break your own glass ceilings that you have. Of like, I don't have time or I couldn't do that because of X. Well, look at Jenny. She's doing it. And she's got X, Y, and Z. And then, and it's not to compare yourself to others. It's to be like, that's possible because I've seen that she can do it. And as I'm saying this, I want to be quite clear that it's not like an elitist thing. You don't need to have, I don't know five kids and be a CEO and have two husbands and blah, 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 right? (laughs) I am just as impressed by 
the woman who, in fact, I'm probably, I'm definitely more impressed by the woman who, for example, had chronic fatigue syndrome, came to me probably about 50 pounds overweight. She's lost about 35 pounds now and she's just done her first 5K steps in a day without feeling exhausted the next day. That's just as impressive to me as another client who does park run every single weekend and absolutely smashes it. The impressive part is the work that has been put in. It's the challenge. That's the achievement, right? Like an outcome without working for it, it isn't really worth anything, right? Like if I went and got 5K steps today, that's not an achievement. That would be quite a low day, but it's all relative because I've not put any effort into doing that. She's put a ton of effort into doing that. So it's a huge achievement from where she started. And in many ways to me, that's far more inspiring. Anyway, I am going to wrap this episode up here. If you would like to join Commit42, there is a founder's rate offer on at the moment. You can find it at esgfitness forward slash esgfitness.co.uk forward slash commit42 or, you know, the link in the show notes, which is probably far easier than typing that all in. And that will be the rate for anyone who joins this intake. I am capping the numbers this intake because there are a few things that I need to test out, primarily exactly how I'm going to do check-ins. And I plan to be very involved in the group, so I don't want it to be too big. I want it to be the right people. So if you think that's you and you want to get in on the founder's rate, which will always stay as the founder's rate, then go and sign up. And that's all. Love you all. Bye.